The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I'm in love with the shape of you. We push and pull like a magnet do. Although my heart is falling too. I'm in love with your body. <laughs> We're playing all afternoon the uh, top 100 songs of all time uh, according to Billboard. Uh, and that was, was that Shape of You? Really? Yes, it was. 2017, Ed Sheeran. How did a 2017 song make the top 100 songs of all time? I can tell you. Okay. By the way, this is Brad Whisker. Hey, Brad. Jumping in. I, uh, when I went to search for that song on YouTube yeah. to download it, over a billion views on YouTube. Okay. Are you going to add that one to your playlist? No. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That's the thing about doing these kind of topics. Yeah. I, I love them because you go, oh, I should have that on my... And there's some of these in the top 10 that you're like, yeah, I totally should have that. It's sort of a reminder. It's like when we talked television shows the other day, and you're yep. like, yeah, what about that show, right? Yeah. Uh, but Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, i got to be honest with you, not happening. Uh, Physical by Olivia Newton-John, maybe, maybe. More your time frame yeah i don't know well what does that mean i just mean in the sense that when you were going to uh have some beverages on a friday night no at uh, i'm just gonna stop you there it didn't happen but uh here's what i i I sort of think of greece like i would if i'm gonna have an olivia newton yeah and i can't have more than one or people be like oh you're a big olivia newton john no (laughs) not really but i would take something from greece probably with John, john travolta singing the you know whatever yeah yeah but that wouldn't be in the list of top 100. So listen, you uh, were not around yesterday, and you've been uh, not on air here today. I know you've been dealing with some stuff. Do you want to tell the story as to what the personal thing was yesterday? Oh, man. <laughs> and may I remind our listeners that a couple of days ago, Brad and I had a conversation about uh, Shane from Blakely. Blakely from Global, who said that his identity had been stolen on Facebook, that somebody had uh, taken his uh, picture and identity and had tried to... Uh, use it in a scam to uh, encourage people to send money somewhere and that uh, that he had stopped it and then you and I talked about how Jay Lynn and I had had people create Facebook profiles and you said to me something along the lines of well that's one thing I don't have to worry about because nobody's stealing Brad Whisker's identity that's so, right so what happened yesterday all right so it was yesterday around 11 11 30 and I got a call from my bank and I had no interest in actually picking up the call because typically when banks call, it's to pitch you on a sale of some kind. Like, hey, yeah, we've noticed you've been a client for 15 or 20 years. We'd love to get you to have a... We were wondering if you wanted to give us more money. Yeah. Yeah. Or what I thought was, because I recently got an offer over email to have a uh, line of credit. I have no interest. I live in an apartment. I'm not buying a home right now. My car is paid off. I'm, I'm okay right now. I don't need a line of credit. So I just thought, oh, this is just going to be them pitching my line of credit. I don't want to deal with I'm at work. I'll deal with this after. But then they had left a message. And if they're offering something to you, such as a line of credit, they typically would not leave a message. They would just hound you and call you back later the next mm-hmm. day. All right, so I go outside, and I, I play the message, and, Hi, Brad, this is so-and-so. Uh, we need you to call us back and reference this investigation code. Oh, dear. So I'm like... Did you think it might be a scam? 
See, and because we've talked about scams, you and I, and I know you and Jay have mm-hmm. also talked about scams numerous times on this show. The number I received the call from, I Googled it, and it actually was a Scotiabank number. Okay. So, okay, step number one cleared. I need to call this number back, and I need to refer to this investigation code that they have going on. So, to pull the curtain back a little bit, 30 feet from me is uh, one of our meeting rooms. So, I decided this is obviously going to be something somewhat private private that I should not just do it in our newsroom, I should head somewhere and, and take care of this. And I, I go in and I place the call and I give them the investigation code. And the woman on the other end immediately says, well, did you apply for a, an American Express through us? No. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and when you hear those words, suddenly my heart rate, which Ooh. is sitting at a you know, yeah. a stable rate mm. is now wow. 140, 150 did, beats did per minute. Did you buy a yacht that's docked <laughs> off yeah. of Florida? Uh, yeah. No? So I get that call and they start outlining, you need to go to your bank. You need to call TransUnion. You need to call Equifax. We need to put fraud warnings on all of your accounts. We're two and a half hours from the show. Mm. And the last thing I want to do is is bail on bail on you for something that is completely out of my control. No, I don't think the last thing you want to do is bail on me. I think the last thing you want to do is have all your money stolen. So, well, that's I, a bail on show would be in the top ten, but I don't think it is a strong number one B. Yeah. Bail on show, get my so, money taken. So, at this point, how do you know what you're even doing? How do you know? Did they tell you? Listen, I mean, had accounts been opened or just applied for? So. What they told me on the phone was that some person in Ottawa, which happens to be my hometown, Mm. had attempted to open various credit card accounts. The reason that my bank knew it was happening at other banks is because it was so frequent that there were six different attempts to open credit cards. None of them successful? I was going to leave that for the end of the story. Well, you tell it the way you want to tell it. No, no, but... No, thankfully. By the time I finished well, everything... Yes, that's good and bad. I mean, uh, how good's your credit? Everyone's turning you down? <laughs> no, I... And see, that was the frustrating part, is my credit score, actually, which is great, took a hit yeah. because this had happened on my accounts, which is a whole other topic for mm. another day because yeah. I have no control if some idiot out there is trying to steal my information and apply for credit cards. Now, how do you think it happened? Do you, do you have an idea? Because I have a... Right off the top of my head, I have an idea. You said you lived in Ottawa, right? I did. Is there any chance that there was mail that was delivered after you were no longer in Ottawa that might contain enough personal information that somebody could at least start an application? I mean, maybe, but I moved from Ottawa to Alberta seven years ago. Mm. That's a long time to wait. It is. So I haven't done too much thinking about that because I just, I took care of everything Mm -hmm. and it's done now. But here's an interesting component of all this. So I took, the first thing I did was I went to my bank and I took care of everything in person. Mm -hmm. New cards are coming. Oh, you had to cancel your credit cards. Well, I I wanted to. Okay. I wanted to because I don't want my numbers floating around. Okay. I'd rather just get new ones, start fresh. I took out a healthy amount of cash so that I can get through the next whatever it is until my cards arrive. But then I had to make the phone calls to uh, TransUnion and Equifax. To, pro- to place fraud advisories or holdings on my account. So should this happen again, they will call me 
first and say, did you just apply for a mm, whatever okay. card? So <laughs> first call is to TransUnion. I had to wait on hold for God knows how long, over an hour. I end up speaking to a representative. I give all of my information over and over. My mother's maiden name, my last purchase on my credit card, where I live, phone number, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I get to the end of the phone call and they go, and again, during this phone call, they're very remorseful. They actually do feel bad for you. You can hear them on the other end, kind of <laughs> like you poor SOB. You have to deal with this today. But they go, Mr. Whisker, would you like to, for a one-time X amount of dollar fee, place a hold on your account for the next six years? The, the and, answer to that is yes. Yes, absolutely. So I, I agree to that. And it's $5 for six years. That one's done. I head to the next company. I do the same thing. I have to answer all these questions. I've waited on hold for an hour. I'm frustrated. I just want this to be over. I think I had texted you. You texted me at about 4.30. Mm -hmm. And I had left it just noon. Just to see how things were going. Yeah. I had left it noon. And you said, how are things are going? And I think I, at that point, I just said 15 minutes ago, I had finally completed all the necessary questions and I have everything figured out. So, you know, you still need to change passwords on everything, right? Oh, yeah. Already done. Okay, on everything. Every everything. Okay, everything. But the funny thing is, <laughs> is the approach of the person I was dealing with at Equifax, and this is no shot at Equifax because this is the script that they're given. Like any mm -hmm. other company is given that script for you to try to sell, right? So <laughs> I finish the conversation, and then they go, "Now, Mr. Whisker, before I let you go, this has happened to you today." So let me please offer you this one-time only mm. protection on your card. I actually have that protection. No, that's great. Yeah. Good for you. It's free, though. It was free because uh, CBC or somebody got uh, hacked. Oh, okay. And uh, so they got my personal information off of T4s or right. T4As for, uh, because Just for Laughs goes through CBC. Yeah. Right? yeah. So they, uh, Just for Laughs or CBC paid for me to get a year of that protection. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just funny how they approach it, eh? Like for, you I know, know, I'm on the phone for 45 minutes. I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm pissed. I, I just want to get this done. And then they, so Mr. Whisker, because this happened to you today, <laughs> yeah. I'd love to offer you this package today and today only for $19.95 a month so that any time this happens, $19.95 a month, I just paid $5 for six years. Yeah, I just stopped one crook from taking my money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, no, I, you know what? My bank flagged it. I'm okay. I have, prote I have yeah, protection yeah. through another company. And he has the audacity. Now, Mr. Whisker, I know that you must be concerned, so please consider. Well, that's tab number two, right? Is it when the, when no, the customer says this, you slide to tab number two, and then you have your second uh, whatever, right? No, and I know. Yeah. But it, it, so anyways, the reason I wasn't here yesterday was because of all that. Okay. It but was you're good now. I'm good. And the great thing is, is I didn't lose any money. Right. That is the great thing. It really is. Like I, <laughs> I thought I was going to open my bank app and see zeros everywhere, mm -hmm. but... Fortunately, and I'll give credit to my bank, that they caught it, they held it there, and they wanted to call me first before... Sure. At Scotiabank, give them a shout-out. Scotiabank, Scotiabank yeah, yeah. And they, uh, they saved my butt yeah. big time. And uh, hopefully uh, it never happens again. And hopefully I'm never on the show again in the sense that I <laughs> jinx myself. Well, maybe. Or at least maybe next time I knock on wood. <laughs> I, I had the opposite experience uh, this morning, but... Um, 
the same sort of reaction on the phone from the person who phoned. I got an email from AMA saying that they couldn't auto-renew one of my licenses. I've got three licenses under my name, uh, you know, my daughter's, my wife's, and mine, right? And I thought it was because my visa had expired and had been replaced, but I hadn't updated the new expiry date. So I gave them a quick call with my visa in hand to tell them what the new expiry date was, and uh, they were I, they, I gave them the file number. Oh, no, I gave them the uh, my AMA number. They're great at the AMA. I love those people. But she, So she looks at it, and she goes, uh, ooh, yeah, no, it's not about your license, or it's not about your visa. And I go, what's it about? And she said, uh, this license plate, and gives me the license plate number, uh, cannot be automatically renewed because there's fines against it that have not been paid. So you have to come in now and pay the fines first. And I go, the fines? So like what, like... Speeding tickets, that kind of thing. She goes, yes. And I go, which plate? My daughter's plate, right? She goes, oh, she reads off the plate. She goes, is that your plate? And I went, no, it is not. And she goes, is it your daughter's? And I went, yes, it is. And she went, ooh. And I went, yeah. What time do we have to be out here? Right now. We're, oh, we're, okay. we're, we're late. All right. Well, I want quickly, in 15 seconds, mm. on my credit score report, it shows the number of the person that tried. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I called them. them after three. I did. Oh, how'd it go? Yeah, bailed on my call. Ah. First time I called, this phone is now out of service. Second time I called, they must have turned the phone on, and I had my caller ID on, and this gutless human being wow. decided to not pick up my phone call. But I, I would love to talk to them. We should go for some beers after work and then just text them relentlessly. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.